Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. From the laptop, Jose. I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? I don't think you can. I don't know. Father God, I want to thank you this morning for your goodness. 
from God. All I can say is All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. it down and put it all the way back up but I tell you what I'm just 
going to leave this as it is and pray that um, that you can hear me. You know God did it. 215, go to try Spreaker now. It says they can hear me on YouTube, but it's like I'm in a wind tunnel. I think I got the speaker up. I think I finally resolved that issue after a tornado. (laughs) After a tornado. Hear you on both. Thank you, Olita. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ted Lyme. I know y'all know we had about seven or eight, I don't know, six, maybe five, I really don't know, tornadoes whipped through here. But um, listen, listen to this. The only place that would have flooded in flash flood was the office. And the Lord had told me to be out of there to shut everything down by the 10th, and uh, uh, the, the office would have flooded, would have been underwater this morning. But you know, we got out of there on Saturday, and um, it was all miraculous. Our God will protect us, because I've been praying, and the same way I gave you to pray Psalm 91, I've been praying Psalm 91. And no plague shall come nigh my dwelling. And I've been confessing it. He, he, I've just been confessing it. I've just been praying it. Father God, I really, I really, the only thing I, I can say this morning is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Brothers and sisters, where this church is located, it's actually, it, it sits on the incline. That's all I can tell you. All the dogs sits on the mountain. But where this church is, um, and all these walls, we were, you know, it's all cement. It's all cement. Even, even putting down carpet, it was hard. Even putting anything, any art, it's hard because everything, this building was built, and I'm going to go do the research on it, to withstand a tornadoes, and it was built to provide a shelter because the whole basement is, is, is 8,000 8, square feet. I could have sheltered my whole neighborhood in this church. Okay, okay, I'm on speaker now. Praise God. So this morning, I just want to thank the Lord. And I learned something else, too, over the weekend. You know, I know that the devil always hits during, um, especially, you can expect the devil to hit during uh, Resurrection Sunday. And you can expect them to hit hard during Christmas. The whole world celebrating the birth, but but the resurrection. So now I know why God gave me um, these scriptures and, and told me to uh, 
Where are they? They're up here on this desk somewhere. This is the scriptures God gave me and told me to um, kind of like stand on these. And he was the message that he gave me was, I got it right here. He gave me this message. This was for me. I'm just sharing it with you because, see, I know some of y'all don't believe that God will do anything. But I'm here to tell you he will, he can, and he does. Um, I, I don't have I don't have them because I was working with these computers, and uh, I was even I didn't even think that we I thought we might not even have any internet. But the damage that's been done in Mississippi and Tennessee over there got hit real real bad. I'm telling you. But I know this. I know. Just like Paul knew when he was on that ship. See, I know God sent me here. And I know that and I know that by God sending me here that the tornadoes weren't gonna tear up this church and it wasn't gonna tear up the healing home. Now, it might it might and it wasn't gonna do no damage in my house. I know that. I knew that. I'm standing on that because if God had torn up this church, if he had torn up my house, then I knew I'm I'm in the wrong place. I had missed God somehow. Now you say, you know, Erica, that that might be pretty, that might sound pretty arrogant to you, but I told you, I don't know where your faith is. I can only go by the faith that God has given me. And then when I share with you, you can either believe it or disbelieve it. It doesn't affect me one way or the other. Because when Jesus called me home, he's going to call me by myself. Even, you know, he ain't going to call Brother Joe with me. Jose is here. He ain't going to call him. It'll be me. Because my time would be up that was ordained when he placed the stars in the sky. And that's what I believe. So therefore, I don't even allow uh, uh, circumstances to stop me. I don't. I don't allow people. I know witchcraft can't stop me. I know I might have to have a battle, but um, I might have to share those scriptures with you tomorrow because I don't see them. Interesting. I just don't see them. I wrote them. I wrote them with my pen on a piece of paper, and I've been carrying them around, so they may be in any room in this church right now. <sighs> Might be anywhere. But um, the one, the one, yeah, here they are right here. This is what God was wanting me to make note of is during this um, yesterday. See, in the Psalm 91, God acknowledges the fact that he delivers us and protects us. And I believe that. And then, you see, in Psalms 107, God showed me, and he keeps reinforcing that 
I, I always need to testify to my redemption. I always need to testify to his goodness. And in Isaiah 53, I'm just telling you, even, I was reading this, reading this last night during the hurricane because I didn't even know it was a hurricane coming. Um, I happen to love the move, the encounter movie. I, I mean, I bought them all when they, before they ever, before Pure Flex ever became a network. And everybody that comes to the healing home, I always have them sit down, <coughs> excuse me, and watch the encounter uh, movies that I have. But I've been so busy, I had never um, had an opportunity to watch the encounters that are come on, they come on every week, I guess. So anyway, PureFlex has a whole series of the encounters. So I purpose in my heart that we were not going to work yesterday because we work every day and that we were just going to sit down and, and um, most of you know that Brother Joe is a chef and Brother Joe made us a gourmet, exceptional Resurrection Sunday meal. And it started off with a Resurrection Sunday gourmet breakfast just for, um, just for my, Jose, myself, and himself. So I asked Jose to, um, the, the TV that's in the fellowship, I said, put, put, sign up to PureFlex. So I could watch every encounter movie, every encounter series that I missed. So I didn't even know that uh, tornadoes were out there. I didn't know nothing about those tornadoes because I was watching the encounter and trying to catch up. And just having a good day, a God day, watching the encounters. And all of a sudden, I don't know what time it was, I get this text. They hit the basement. <laughs> Tornadoes heading to Dalton. I said, hmm, for real? So then I asked Jose to put it on um, the news because we don't have like TV, like, um, you know, we don't get cable because it's a ridiculous expense up here. I don't know where you live, but cable costs a fortune up here. And I just, I don't watch TV. I just watch um, the Gospel of John and Matthew, Mark, Luke. Same things that the people watch who come here and what I watch in, in video. So uh, I, I'm noticing, I had noticed that it was storming and lightning. And I got up and looked out the window because when you come here, you'll see that if you look out the window, you just see the, the sky and the tops of trees. That's how high up, and I really don't know how high, because when you come, it's like you're driving flat. Anyway, it went through my remembrance when we were living um, in, on the Gulf. When we were living on the Gulf, 
in Florida. And, and you could take your boat to the neighbor's house or whatever. And um, and I had to live by faith to a hurricane. Now, I'm living out in the Gulf. My whole front is the Gulf. Uh, we had a dock. And they told the people to leave. And God told me to stay. And Brother Joe was, was needed. Uh, at that hotel he was working at. So we, he, he said, get up and take some tape and put crosses in the window, make crosses. So, because I was in this little one room, you know, kind of hunkered down, like they say. And I got up and taped up all the windows with crosses. And, uh, I think this was Hurricane Rita, if I'm not mistaken, Hurricane Rita. And the next day, nobody could reach us because we had to have a boat where I was living in um, Hudson, Florida. You had to have a boat. It's it's right near um, a Greek, in Tarpa Springs, where the Greeks have the fishing boats. And they died for sponges. And so then this boat came by, and it was the news. And um, not a drop of water was in our house. The dock had floated. The dock was gone. But it was not a drop of water in our house. And everybody else's house around us was flooded. And we couldn't come out until the water abated, you know. And I thought about the sounds I heard in the middle of that hurricane out there in the Gulf. Nothing but faith in God. So the, the, the media was filming our house with them crosses on it, and they didn't, they didn't understand it. I didn't understand it, but I knew it was God, and I knew I didn't have to understand it. But I knew I had to do what God said, and, and we didn't have a drop of water. So then I get this thing, this text message this morning, yesterday evening, and we look on the on Can you hear me now? Anyway, I got this text message. We went on the um we found um, Atlanta Fox news, but I knew it was bad because it sounded just like it sounded when uh, when I, when we when we when we made it through the hurricane. It sounded the same wind. I'm talking about that's what the wind sounded like. So I looked. I got up. And I looked out the window, and I saw the lightning flashing. I saw the dark skies. And I said, thank you, Jesus, to myself. And then I, I said, uh, by, by now, Jose done looked on, you know, we're looking on the TV. And um, it said, get in the basement. I said, God, what do you want me to do? 
I said, now we got a big, huge basement here. I said, we got an extended hallway here. What you want me to do? He said, trust me. I said, I am trusting you 100%. He said, trust me. I said, I am trusting you. He said, so, so if you trust in me, why are you asking me twice? So these, these people that I pray with, some headliners, they had called me up because they was having a problem. Their children were having a problem. And the person, the guy was having a problem. And so the Lord said, listen to what they're saying. You, you put your focus on helping them. I said, okay. And by the time I got through talking with them, I realized that their problem was witchcraft, that they had never told me about the witchcraft. They told me that somebody else was doing the witchcraft. But when I got down with them serious, and then they began to tell me about their involvement with witchcraft. And so finally, the Lord said, now, there's nothing you can do about that. So you're going to have to tell them to trust me too. So I'm telling the people like, and the Lord said, you tell them to write down every, every involvement with witchcraft all their life and, and to write it down and take a picture of it and send you the pictures. I got the pictures here. It's about six, six, eight and a half by 11 pages. Every space filled. So they must have wrote this. They must have worked on this all night long. So then I said, God, I said, I hear all this. I hear this. And he said, do you trust me? I said, yeah. He said, well, you just take this opportunity and go to sleep and get you some rest. And watch me. And I did. Did I go to the basement? Nope. Could I have died? Nope. Nope. No, 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 I could not have died because I was operating under the instructions of God. And that's what I believe. Now, I'm not telling anybody else. I'm sharing my journey with you. I'm sharing what what I believe. Because, you see, God had already ministered to me this weekend about how Jesus, the suffering servant, had paid already for our healing and deliverance. That's Isaiah 53. And he had already ministered to me about the truth, making us free. And that the opposite of that is Satan's lies and how they bind people. And that's what I was looking at with this couple. And then as I was watching the encounter, they have a great one about Satan being a liar. A wonderful one. And then, as I was looking up, and it was dark and lightning, blah, blah, the Lord said, Jesus is our light. That was John 8, 12. These are scriptures I was telling you about. And then he brought it all the way down to Resurrection Sunday. And he let me know that we're justified by the blood of Jesus. 
Romans 5, 8 and 9. And that we've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Romans 3, 24, 25. And then, you know what? He made it real, real plain to me, brothers and sisters. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, he kind of reinforced the fact that we're the temple of his Holy Spirit. He brought it on down and he kind of reinforced and just hammered it on in, Ephesians 1, 7 and 10, that we redeemed and forgiven in and through that blood. But you know what he made real plain to me, brothers and sisters? That God's plan, God's purpose is to unite and bring into ease and unity all things under our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then he began to drive this thing home in my spirit, man, brothers and sisters, that Jesus rescued us from the power of darkness, that Jesus has reconciled us through the blood of the cross, that all things are made through him and sustained through him. Colossians 1, 10, 23. And do I trust him and do I believe it? Yes. So then, you know, as I was sitting through this storm, as I said, Jesus' blood was the price of our deliverance. But this was the point that I was making with me. That just like zoom through my heart, through my soul, That God will not tolerate, brothers and sisters, he will not tolerate any refusal to acknowledge the power of the covenant that we have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So then I just went on into ease and went to sleep. I know, knowing that the devil can't violate God's covenant, he can't violate violate God's word. Knowing that where you have your trust and where you have your faith in, and in whom you have confidence, you will be sustained through him, through Christ. Because we've been reconciled through the blood. And I understand that all creation is made through him and all creation is sustained through him. And so I looked outside this morning and I said, hmm, Jose, God has washed the airways, the rain, the wind, It was all him. 
because they say the virus was transmitted through airway spirit. God says, now you are clean through the word. We're sanctified, brothers and sisters, by the blood of Jesus, Hebrews 13, 12. Jesus rescued us from the power of darkness. He has reconciled us through the blood of the cross. So you see, fear is sin. And we give the devil a right to us through sin. All lack of trust in God and his ability is sin. And we give the devil a right to us through sin, but the works of the devil are destroyed by Christ's holiness in us. That's, that's, the, that's the bottom line. And that's what God let me think through this resurrection week. It's been a week of pure hell for me. And every time Jesus won, and he always does, and God wanted to reinforce that with me. He wanted to make sure that I remember yesterday, newness of life. Did I come on into the new, not yesterday, day before. Then I came on into today under the blood covenant of the blood of Jesus, and he wanted me to, to be reminded of that. I want to ask you, how was your resurrection day? Maybe, maybe, and see, then when I got up, I've been working on this speaker for a long time. But when I rested in Christ, brothers and sisters, He can't do. I want you to stop looking for something to be negative about. Because you ain't got nothing else to do. When your mind be beginning to bring you into something negative, I want you to cast it down and think about the goodness. You're yet alive. You're yet alive. Your Whatever's working on you, and I mean like your arms, your legs, your feet, your eyes, your ears, okay? It should be glorifying God. It should be put to his use. So this is my uh, resurrection message. This is my resurrection. Pastor Michael brought it yesterday on, resurre- on resurrection Sunday. But I've been I've been rehearsing this in my heart all week, just by just by concentrating on these scriptures right here. They weren't only in my <clears throat> in my 
in, in my sight. Well, they got to be in your sight before they can penetrate your, your mind or and enter into your soul and then just go into your whole body. And sometimes you don't need a healing. You need a refreshing. A refreshing. Sometimes you shouldn't say, oh, I know that scripture. I know that. Because God can give you one scripture a million ways from now to eternity. Because the word is living. And anything living doesn't doesn't keep uh, replic- it doesn't have to keep replicating itself, repeating itself in the same way. I told you when I was in LA praying at uh, two two fourteen Bonnie Brakes Street for those years, praying, believing God that the, that the same Holy Ghost that fell there that caused the Azusa Street revival was going to happen again, but it didn't. And God audibly spoke to me. He said, Erica, I am God. I don't have to do nothing the same way. I don't have to do nothing the same way twice. I am the God of all creation. That's what he told me. Okay? So, brothers and sisters, um, I tell you this, I'm not the same. I'm not the same. I'm not the same as I was Saturday. Saturday, I was in anticipation of doing what God said. He said, get your stuff out of the office. I got my stuff out of the office. And what happened? The flash flood hit there uh, yesterday during the tornado. God is more than able to give you specific instruction. Specific. Specific. Most of you, most of us, we hear these one or two people flowing in the word of knowledge. Word of, it's more than that. It's more than that. <clears throat> it's more than that. And half of them lying anyway. Like I told that lady that had them all them prophecies written in that book, I said, "But when do you give one of them time to manifest?" She a prophecy hound. Just go here, there, 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 there. I'm say itching ears. When one word from God is all you need, one word. One word. Obey one one instruction. It could change your whole destiny. It could change your life. It's supposed to. Did I ever go down in the basement? No. Because God told me. Now, are you saying, Erica, you so stupid that God would have to tell you to go down in the basement to save your life from a tornado? No. No, but I trust God so much, brothers and sisters. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about this. I might have to go get people and bring them in here. God, do you want me to go out there 
and, and there's some homeless people somewhere and bring them in here. I was thinking about those people that might not have had any place to take shelter. I was thinking about, do I need to go tomorrow, today, over to to where those trailers, parks were blown apart and get some of them people and bring them in here and give them shelter? That's where my mind was on. That's, That's where my mind was. My mind was on those people up there bound by that witchcraft. I said to them, they got a hold of some money. I said, why don't you move to Dalton? You living in a hell hole. Why don't you move anywhere out of out of uh, where you live? They wouldn't move. So then on the devil on the devil's day which he intentionally designed to re- wreak havoc they were the they were the, the the fruit they were the recipients of all that hell of some of all that hell. I bet a lot of people died Saturday. Because of the hatred. And the prince of death, that's what he does. He kills people. And all of those of you that celebrate the day of the dead, you ought to repent. You ought to repent for thinking. All of you, I got Muerta, Muerta, whatever, I can't think of the name of it. But you think you're going to be in God and celebrate the day of the dead. I don't care how long, uh, how old the tradition is. It is not of God. So then you think you can go celebrate the dead and then be blessed by God at the same time. It ain't going to happen. You let your kids watch that movie Coco. Terrible. And then when something happens, the first thing come up is fear. And Jesus keeps on saying, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I know some people, and I've been told about some. They are just, just living, existing. But think about this. All the money that they they got available to small businesses, and now they even got money available to nonprofits and churches. The Bible says, "I'm not talking about the, the little grants they're gonna give everybody." But do you really think twelve hundred dollars is gonna help you if you haven't been able to pay your rent? Last month and the month coming, that, that, that might be one month's rent, might be two. But then you got to buy your little food, got to buy you some gas. The world is in a sorry state right now. And what you need to be thinking about is how can you run your own business? 
Because if you use that borrowed money, the the borrower, the the lender becomes lord over the borrower. That's what I'm trying to say. So now you're in business with the government. Everybody in America that borrows this money and takes this money makes the government their business partner. Ain't that something? But they was mad with Bernie, what the guy, Bernie, whatever his name was, when he was talking about socialism. This is so close to communism, this isn't even funny. In the true meaning of communism, in the Communist Manifesto, read it. The government control the church, the government control everything. Without sharing, without sharing the wealth, I'm so glad, I'm so glad I realized the fact, I know I'm a foreigner, I know I'm a pilgrim, I know I'm a stranger on this earth. I'm a visitor (laughs) until I go to the kingdom that I'm a citizen of called heaven. That's why it's so important that you are established in Christ. That you know to whom you belong, to what citizenry that you are part of. So no, I didn't have no fear. I like to know what's going on so I can talk to God and ask him what to do. And that's the most important thing. Because, see, if you've ever been in a hurricane in the middle of the Gulf and the water don't even come on the property you own, you'll trust me. If you've been through a tornado, I think it was six or seven of them passed by here. And you see the, you see the lightning, you hear the thunder, you feel the rain. And when I look outside the door this morning, I didn't even have a puddle in the parking lot. And both sides of the parking lot, brothers and sisters, both sides of the parking lot, about a half an acre, on the, but the church in the middle of maybe two or three acres. I don't know. It wasn't even a, <clears throat> it wasn't even a puddle. wasn't even a puddle. That's right, Glennis. I, I, I prayed about it. Now watch God, Glennis. Watch God. Everything tore up. God is going to give you the contracts you need. God has everything you need. Are you a citizen of heaven? Are you under the domain, the kingdom of God? Your king is going to take care of you. Your king is going to protect you. And more than that, he's going to bring you all the way to the top of the mountain. 
trust God. That's what he told me. He said, trust me. I said, you know what, God, I do, and I'm going to, and let's go. <laughs> and he did. And I think it's raining again because they say some more on pass by here again. That's why I didn't know if we were going to have internet or not. But look here, the speaker and the blog talkers on. And, and what did it take? It took just faith and resilience. I couldn't quit. As long as you have breath, as long as you have activity, the movement of, if you can't move nothing but your little finger, move it to the glory of God. You got it, Deborah. You got it. And you know what? I'm not even going to remind me to tell you uh, something else one day next week. But you know what, Deborah? God said, when a man's ways please God, he'll cause his enemies to be at peace with him. God cannot lie, brothers and sisters. He cannot lie. I thank those of you that prayed for me. You increased my faith. You increased that wall of protection around me. Remember that hedge? Whosoever breaketh the hedge, the serpent will bite him. I didn't break the hedge. And I won't let anybody else break it. Because a lot of times, brothers and sisters, it's not what we do. It's what we allow somebody to do to us. A lot of times, it's not, it's not our intent. It's the intent of the devil that he brings in to somebody else to cause us the problem. And it's intentional with the devil. Remember, I talked about intent on that show I did on Sheila Zelensky. I told you, witchcraft is intentional. Hey, and I came to this conclusion, too. I came to this conclusion. I'm not going to pray with anybody ever again in life without attacking the witchcraft first. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they think they are. The devil is not going to bring no surprise witchcraft up in front of my face again. I'm going to hit it first. I'm going to hit witchcraft first because truly, I, I finally got the message that I was, you know, some areas I'm slow in. I wish the Lord would speed me up, but maybe if he speed me up, I wouldn't get the understanding. I've yet to pray with anybody almost that didn't have witchcraft behind their problem. 
It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And I finally got it. And I'm not praying with anybody. If you don't, if you don't think you got witchcraft tormenting you, or if you think you, if you cannot accept the fact that I'm gonna hit witchcraft first, I don't care what you come here for. I'm gonna hit because maybe it could be that God sends those type of people with those type of problems to me. Duh! <laughs> I finally got it. I finally got it. And you know what? Man, I hate witchcraft. I didn't even want God. Let me tell you something. I didn't want to have nothing to do with no witchcraft because I didn't believe in it. I did not believe in witchcraft. I did not believe that a witch could do anything to you if you weren't in agreement with it. I didn't believe it. I did not believe it. But guess who made a believer out of me? God himself. God made a believer out of me with regard to the effects of witchcraft. And I ain't praying for nobody else ever without hitting witchcraft first. I'm not going to believe. I'm not going to believe that they don't have a problem that is, is, is somewhere, somehow related to witchcraft. Now, it may not be your witchcraft. It could be your granny's. It could be your grandpa's. It could be your relatives all the way back to Adam and Eve. But I know that it's in there somewhere. And it has trickled down to you and me. I'm going after it in the name of Jesus with a vengeance. That's all Luciferian is. That's all Satanism is. That's all Rosicrucianism is. Look, you can go right now. Do you know, and I've been knowing this for maybe 10 years, 10 years maybe. You can go on the internet and get a curse to make, a through witchcraft to make somebody gay. messed up. I want to get a love potion. I want to get some love magic. Love magic is just a front. I want to make people like me. It's just a front. I'm going to burn these candles. It's a front. It's a front. It's a front to entrap your soul. I think I got a couple of witchcraft uh, websites up there, but I'm getting ready to put some more. Okay, so you don't believe me? You don't believe me? Let me tell you what you could do. Uh, Let me find it. It's called, there's a book, teach you. It's called, Gay witchcraft. Look it up. Empowering the tribe. I think I was so amazed 
when I saw it, this is why your sons, this is why your daughters are gay and, and, and can't tell you why. It's a front, burning sage, shamanism. Is that is that one of my my podcasts, Jessica? Um, episode thirty six eighty three. Now I've known about this here for about at least what ten years, Jose. Ten years. And, and, and it ain't it didn't drop out the sky, brothers and sisters. I purposely studied it. I purposely studied because so many people come to me messed up, and I didn't know what was wrong with them. And God would say, "Okay, study this, and this is this, and that is that. That's how you get this one free." I don't even know who who wrote. Um, let me see. <clears throat> but on the Christopher P E N C Z A K. Now I'm I'm not suggesting you. I'm I'm telling you it's available. I'm telling you how deep this thing is. And I'm telling you. That I'm going to hit it because God had those people call me up. And, and, and I was wondering, I used to wonder, you know, why, um, you know, my family, they have a family reunion. They ha- we haven't had one in a while now. But in the family reunion, everybody would get drunk and start shooting guns and stuff. It would be in the country, and they used to shooting guns in the country. But I was wondering why, and they, and they get to talk about stuff happened 20, 30 years ago. But I broke all those things at, at the family reunion. You know, that's what I think I'm part of the reason we don't have them no more, because they got tired of me coming casting out demons and, and just uh, 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 making Jesus real to them. <laughs> The real reason is, you know, they old like me, and a lot of them have died out. But then when I got to searching my family and I saw this witchcraft stuff in the background, I said, oh, man, I got to deal with this. And I dealt with it in my own family first. I dealt with it with myself. You know what? I used to have a Jezebel spirit, but not like that. Mine came because I was in the army commanding troops. And I was a woman over men. And that's when I got out. Because <laughs> it used to be the women's army corps and the men's army. And then they made it one and uh-uh.
But that was the first deliverance I, I, I think. No, the first deliverance I ever got was intellectualism. I had to get rid of an intellectual spirit, and I never picked it back up. It was a hindrance. That's why I don't use doctor. My first, first, I say deliverance. My first encounter with God was an exorcism. Satan had to come out. And so how, you, you mean, Erica, how, how was Satan there? He was there, brothers and sisters. He was there because I was gifted. I graduated from high school at 15, and, and, and being gifted was like a curse. It wasn't like a blessing. I never fit in. In school, I was with people that was too, too much older than me. Then my friends, my little friends that were my age, I was too much older than them. I was a black sheep. I didn't fit in. And guess what? My mother and father didn't try to make me fit in. I'm glad, too. I'd have been a victim. I would have been a victim. So the first thing God did is, you know, he he made me normal. Normal. With regard to his normalcy. You don't need to go through all the grief Aggravation, misery, pain, torment. It's not, it's not, it's not important, brothers and sisters. In all that, in all that, I think I might have about four degrees altogether. I don't know. It doesn't matter. My family was Baptist. And their philosophy was get an education, get an education, get an education, get a more education, and get more education <laughs> until you just become an educated fool. That's what I was. But I thank God today that he had a purpose for my life. I have excelled at everything I've ever tried, everything, because I don't know anything to do but complete the mission. I was brought up like a soldier in my daddy's house from a little kid. He had us marching. My dad was a colonel in the Army, battlefield commission. He taught us how to march, and he taught us how to handle a gun. And how to follow orders. Because he only spoke once about anything. That kind of stuff will mess you up. It'll make you crazy too. But I tell you one thing. They didn't believe in witchcraft. And my mother said, nobody. That stuff is... That stuff doesn't work. 
Only way somebody could do something to you is if you if they poison you. Yeah, she believed you could do that. She believed they could poison you in food and stuff. So therefore, and my mother was a dietitian. I told you that too. My mother and father went to college. Brothers and sisters, you have bought lies from the devil. And it's time to destroy the fruit of those lies. If you were the dumbest person that ever lived, listen to me this morning. If you were the dumbest person, IQ minus 50, when you got the Holy Ghost, the playing field became level, and then the more you study God, you begin to rise above the norm. Because the Holy Ghost, the Bible says that the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth, and the Holy Ghost destroys the spirit of error. Wisdom and intelligence come from God. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost knows all things and will reveal them to you. He will reveal them to you. And yes, Sister Glennis, I found out I was set apart for God. And so are you. And so are so is everybody on this headline. You're not normal. And you should stop trying to let the world make you to be normal. Normal is, well, no, I think um, normal is as normal does. That's the best way I can try to say it. There's nothing you need God can't give you. There's nothing you need to know God can't give you the answer for. But sometimes you got too much pollution between you and God. That's why in a lot of times in deliverance, you'll hear me say, Lord, Deliver this person from everything that is standing between them coming into the perfect knowledge of you. Deliverance is awesome. It's the best thing that God ever gave us. And right now, you're sitting in a good position because this whole world needs deliverance. The whole world needs to be delivered from fear. The whole world needs to be delivered from poverty. The whole world needs to be delivered from lack and deprivation. The whole world. I don't care where you go in the world. Wherever there is air, there needs to be deliverance. And guess what? God kept some of you in the cleft of the rock until such a time as this. He kept you hidden. He was building you. He was making you. He was shaping and forming you for such a time as this. This is not the time, brothers and sisters, to hold back or draw back. This is the time for you to step out in faith, knowing that we walk by faith 
and not by sight. That we are not moved by our circumstances. We're not moved by the situations around us. But we are moved by the Spirit of God that dwells within us. Thank you, God, this morning for restoration. Thank you for newness of life. Thank you this morning for your goodness and your mercy and your kindness. Thank you for the struggle. Thank you for our adversaries that cause us to be shoved and pushed and pulled into your purpose. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you for this marvelous transference that's about to take place. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning for our life. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you that the eyes of our understanding have been enlightened. Thank you this morning that our adversaries were not able to overtake us. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. You know, Mary, after she, oh, hallelujah, after that angel, she said, after Gabriel came to her, she said, my soul, my soul, let's magnify the Lord, my God, this morning. My soul magnifies you this morning. My soul, oh God. I want to pray for the teachers. I want to pray for the doctors. I want to pray for the nurses. I want to pray for the police. I want to pray for the hospital structures. I want you to anoint people, God, that they don't need a ventilator. They need the breath of God, Lord God. Blow, Lord God. They need the wind of God. Blow this morning over this earth. They need the latter rain, God. Oh, God, let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. The king of glory. And I'll see you tomorrow, brothers and sisters. I will see you tomorrow. And remember this. I will see you tomorrow. Be it on earth or be it in heaven. You hear me? I will see you tomorrow. And it just don't matter anymore. If it's on earth or if it's in heaven. Your life has got to be a life that you trust God. No matter which way. No matter how, trust God. Trust Him.
going to take this mission with me, but I'm waging war, war against witchcraft. Might as well put your hands together. Can't have my- 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.